What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. So in today's episode, I'll be diving into what your job is whenever you're promoting your business. So there's two types of marketing strategies that you can definitely um, you know, go after. So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effing business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. And so I would say, my opinion, if you're under $10 million, I would even say even up to $5 million, you want to be pushing more towards demand-type marketing versus brand-type marketing, okay? Does that make sense? So you want to be focused on demand over brand. And there's several reasons behind this. So let me kind of explain this before you know we dive in a little bit further. But brand matters, and it, it matters a lot. But in my opinion, too many companies, they come out out of the gates looking to build a brand. And at the end of the day, like, here's, here's the issue. If you are building a brand and you're not generating revenue, then guess what? That brand basically did you nothing. Okay? And so you want to rethink how you approach marketing. So if you're a startup as a facility management company or, or a property management company, if you're starting up and you're, and you're building up this team... Do not focus on brand, focus on demand. Does this make sense so far? So you want to make sure that you're not putting your attention in areas that aren't going to be returning dividends today, like now. So an example is, is like demand or it could be activities like direct response. Direct response marketing are activities where you do something and you can attribute exactly what that, um, that activity is produced because there's a direct response to that activity. So it could be like you send out a coupon, for instance, and then you then consumer goes to the store and has the coupon and you like tally that down like, oh, this person came in because of the coupon. That's a direct response kind of strategy. Same thing with like ads on Facebook where you run an ad on Facebook or on LinkedIn or anything on social media and they click on learn more and like, oh, this is really cool. I wanna buy this widget for $7. They put in their information and then they that, that company can attribute that lead a direct response towards that Facebook ad or that LinkedIn ad because they sold something for $7. Does this make sense? So yes, I, I know that I'm using very small numbers, but I'm just trying to give you guys an idea. Brand is going to be very different. It's going to be based on reputation. And here's the thing. You haven't built a brand yet if you're new to the facility or property management world. So if you've never started a company, you yourself might have a reputation, but your company does not. And so focusing on brand from like out of the gates is the wrong activity for your company. Now, does this mean that you should never do brand style marketing? I'm not implying that, but what I can tell you right now, like our company, I can't tell you what our revenues are, but let's just put it to you this way. Um, we are, we, we've three and a half X'd last year. We're probably gonna be two to three X, even probably even more this year. And so he, here's, here's the, the thing about 
our attention. Our, we do some brand activity, but that is probably like 10 to 20% of our activities brand type marketing, where it's reputation based. Most of our marketing activity is more geared towards demand, where we're creating traffic, where we're, we're trying to get people to want to come to us. And that demand is probably created through different things such as social ads, um, search ads, okay? Those are ways of how we create demand. Also leveraging our email marketing, those, those sort of things, okay? Excuse me. So instead of trying to nail your, your service or what you offer, um, you know, you, you wanna kind of focus on getting people to like be interested in raising their hands and wanting what you have to offer. Um, and and the, the thing is that you've got bills to pay at the end of the day, okay? And if, if you've got bills to pay, then guess what? You've, you've, you can't be putting all this attention to building a reputation because typically that takes time. That's gonna take you six, 12, 18 months to build their reputation in your industry as some sort of expert or leader in what you're having to offer. This is not saying that you can't get business, Okay, you can, you can just will your way to getting more business into your company, but when you start putting your attention towards brand, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're putting activity that should be focused on just getting more revenue in the door. And so my take has always been is that if you're a company that's like anywhere from one to $10 million, this is just kind of my, my take. This is, this is Javier's take. This is not a set in stone what you have to do. If you're a company that's between one and $10 million, you should be putting your attention towards demand and lead generation. You need to get revenue in the door. You need to get people to be really interested to buy, okay? That should be your main focus. Um, and so once you start breaking or getting close to that $10 million mark, and it's not like 10 million and then all of a sudden you flip the brand and you, don't, you no longer do demand, I'm not implying that. What I'm implying is, is that once you start getting and you start having these breakthroughs in your business, because you'll feel them, the breakthroughs in your business, essentially what will happen is, is that you'll hit a revenue and then what happens, like you're like, all right, cool. I've got this, we figured out top of funnel, how to get leads. But for some reason, we are clogging the middle and bottom of funnel, fulfilling, you know, fulfilling our customers. And that's a common thing to do because when you're first starting off, filling the top of the funnel is the hardest thing to do as a company. And if you don't fill the top of the funnel, you can't feed your team. You can't pay your bills. You can't pay, you can't do your, 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 um, your payroll. You can't do any of that. And so what you have to think about is like, all right, like when you're first, first starting out, if you're, if, if you can't, if you're starting to make payroll and you're like, well, I'm not taking the pay. And, 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 you know, a lot of our guys are not getting paid that much. And, Okay, that only so many people are willing to take a pay cut uh, until something starts changing, okay? But where I'm coming from and what I wanna explain is, is that like that top of funnel, you need to figure out how to get demand and how to get people in the top of funnel. And you need to start like, you can will it, you can work it hard, you can do a lot of sales activities, you can do a lot of cold calling, you can do a lot of lead generation type activities. And I'm not saying that you need to, you just need you know, a whole bunch of MQLs. I'm not implying that, but like 
you need to create buzz. You need people to be like, oh, I've heard of you guys. Oh, you guys are like those guys. Like I've seen your stuff. I've seen your ads. Oh, you guys offer this. This is really interesting. This is what's been intriguing me. That is demand. That is creating buzz. That is not brand. You do that until you start hitting a breakthrough and you start hitting like say like 3 million, 5 million, 7 million, right? And, and, and ARR, you start hitting those numbers. Then all of a sudden you can start making these slight shifts of like, okay, we're going to be putting in roughly 80% of our attention towards demand and 20% or towards brand, our reputation. And then that 20% activity can be like, hey, we're going to start publishing, uh, you know, on LinkedIn on a daily basis. And we're going to be talking about these four topics, these five things or these four things. And we have a strategy in how we're going to use this and we're going to do it, you know, hell or high water, whether people see what we're doing or not, we're going to be publishing and we're going to do the leaders doing that. That's a brand move. Does this make sense? Right, so that would be a brand move because that, that works on reputation. All right, that's a, that's a business and personal branding as well too. That's something that maybe like the leaders of the company, such as the CEO, the founder, you know, like the execs team should be taking those activities and take and being very serious and diligent about it. So you start hitting breakthroughs and then you start shifting um, like attention. Like, okay, we figured out top of funnel. That's like kind of going like, like like it's going, it's, it's humming, it's going at 80%. We're getting leads consistently. We know how to do this. Some of the things in the middle of the funnel, the bottom of the funnel are kind of broken because we got to find vendors. We're having issues with fulfillment. We're having issues with vendors not showing up on time. Like we, we, we got to figure some of these pieces out and we'll keep ironing these out. So as we're doing this, we need to start building our reputation. And so we're going to, we're going to try to position ourselves as experts. And maybe you start doing that at the three to five to $7 million mark. And then as you hit another breakthrough, maybe you, maybe it's 7 million or whatever that is, right? Then you start shifting a little bit. You're like, okay, we're going to start upping the ante more towards brand because now we've been in business for three years and we have product market fit. We know that our company is, is something that like that, that the industry is looking for. Okay. So, so like our, our product or our service that we're offering, people are, are like, dang, I need that. Or I want that. And, and so people are looking for us. Um, you know, we, we get, you know, occasionally we get, you know, random emails or, or, or random messages through social media or whatever that is. Or I go to an event and someone finds me and they're like, I've been wanting to talk to you. Like, like you're creating a buzz now. People kind of know you by first name now, right? Not just like, oh, you're that one company or like, oh, you're John, the CEO of ABC um, IFM Enterprise. Okay. So then you start shifting. And it, that shift could be, you know, all right, we're going to go 50-50. We're going to be putting, you know, we're, we're going to have someone dedicated towards brand and their whole goal is building our brand. And that could be activities such as expanding your LinkedIn posting. Okay. That's one activity um, to going very deep into social media and, and, and having great content that supports what you guys are like super duper experts at whether that's, you know, in specific services or a region or several, you know, several of these different things, but you know, you're not like the, you know, we're the one all be all kind of thing. Like you, you've got things that you're like, all right, we can be subject matter, subject matter experts in this area. And we can talk about this stuff 
until we turn blue in the face, okay? And so like, like that's the kind of, of, um, of brand that you wanna start kind of thinking about where you know everything about these certain things, okay? When you start doing that and you start putting more activity, you're like, okay, I'm gonna hire someone to run brand. And then that person starts focusing on creating that reputation and making it stronger. That could be anywhere from, like I said, social media posts to also building your business page, okay? Not just, you know, throwing like B2B kind of nonsense, but like making it fun, maybe using memes, maybe using GIFs to kind of make fun of like situations that take, just pause for a second, but make, making fun of situations or, or events or activities that take place in the facility world where like people all kind of like get it. Like you can run with those things. Like the, those things are taken off right now on LinkedIn. So you can do that. That's, that's an activity that you can do for a brand, right? Other things that you can do for a brand could also be like SEO or content marketing, like you're doing blogs, okay? Where you're, you're having your person that's a subjectmatic expert, the SME, is essentially writing weekly content about certain topics, all right? And it's, and it's very good, it's very strong. And so maybe they give you like an outline of things to write and then like they kind of tell you like, you know, this is a topic and then this is kind of what we talk about and this is what to look for. And then maybe you write it as a ghostwriter, all right? Or, or someone in your, on your brand team is doing that, right? So you're, you're doing that and you can massage it. So you can have also an idea is that that person, the SME, writes the entire thing. It may not be like super duper like SEO written and and well and, and not gonna be not well optimized. You can take that content and then slap it into Chat GPT, and then they can rework that to where it's better improved. And you kind of go in, and you kind of massage some stuff, and then you let your SME take a look at it, and be like, hey, what do you think of this? And they're gonna be like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool, you know. So that's another way, another thing that you can do to work on brand is gonna be podcasting like this right here. So you can start launching a podcast and you can start saying, okay, Mr. Person that's in, in you know, or Mrs. Person that's in charge of brand, I want you to start researching over the next three months and us launching a podcast and we're gonna be talking about these kinds of topics. Let's see if this, it makes sense. But let's build off of what we've built off of LinkedIn, off of our blog content. And now let's, now let's start putting like some audio stuff out there. That's another option, or you can take it to the next level and maybe do YouTube channel. Like that's another brand play. So does this make sense so far? These activities don't make sense when you're making less than like less than ten million dollars, in my opinion. Um, like like going big time all in on brand. Why? Because the budget. Okay, like you've got you you're not taking most IFMs and property management companies are probably taking give or take thirty percent. Of, of whatever they they sub out, right? So if you're taking roughly give or take thirty percent, you know you're, you're like the, the the revenue that the company's taken in to pay their employees and taxes and and SaaS products and all these other things, all that shit starts adding up. And so this is why I, I don't recommend companies that are below like ten million to put a whole bunch of resources towards building brand because it is the wrong activity, but you can do a slight shift as you hit milestones. It can be like, hey guys, we're focused on strictly demand type activity, money that comes in the door that gets us paid. 
and we're going to focus on that until we hit $5 million. When we hit $5 million, we're going to start putting 10 to 20% of our efforts into brand building. And we do that until we hit $7.5 million. And then we start increasing that to 30 to 40% efforts. And then you start incrementally increasing that, whatever that number is. I'm just giving you ballpark understandings, okay? And so this is, this is the best way, in my opinion, on how to balance between brand marketing and demand marketing, okay? Brand is not bad. It's just not an activity that you should be focused on at the beginning and even before 10 million. Now, if you're like, hey, I've been in business for 10 years and we haven't broken the 10 million mark, we're sitting around four, five, six million dollars, then what you need to do is you need to figure out how to crack the code on getting more demand, generating more leads, getting more people to respond to, to your stuff, right? You've got to figure that out. And you're like, well, that's why I'm listening to this podcast. I've got 130 some odd episodes. I'm pretty sure you can find one or two or maybe 130 episodes that will help you figure out how to crack the code on creating that demand, that top, top of funnel kind of what you're trying to fill. And there's different ways on how to do this. I mean, like you can literally, you know, go the route of, I'm just gonna be doing paid ads. I'm gonna hire an agency. They're in charge of getting me leads. Now these leads have gotta be decent quality leads, so I'm willing to pay five, 10, 20, $25 per lead. Okay, I'm just, I don't know what those leads are gonna run, run you because depending on like how targeted the, you know, the keywords are or the audience that you're looking for, depending on you know, your demographic that you're going after or your location is, like all that stuff has a lot of like, it just all depends. But let's just say you're gonna slap, example, like a $2,000 monthly budget towards ad spend. Okay, that's fair. You hire an agency, you probably pay them, I don't know, a thousand bucks per month to manage your ads. That's probably a lot, but it should be probably a little bit less, anywhere from 10 to 20% of whatever your entire ad spend budget is, is what you probably should be looking at. But let's just say it's a thousand bucks to manage your ads, right? And then they deliver, let's just say 500 leads a month. And you find out that these are decent leads, but you can't convert them, all of them. And not that you can't convert every single one, but you're just having to, like the conversions are tough. That's when you start figuring out like, all right, we're getting the traffic, we're getting the leads, we've got to figure out something else inside like email marketing, or we got to improve our sales process, or we got to improve like our like um, qualification process or whatever that is. So that when you start closing some of these deals consistently, you can then take that data that you've been closing and go back to your agency and say, hey, these are the accounts that we've closed over the past six months. It's X amount of accounts. They all have these kinds of like characteristics. I want you to clone this audience and then start retargeting them or, or creating a new audience to go after. And then that's what you start doing to start kind of fixing that top of funnel. And that's the kind of activities like we have done at Rapmate. And so anyways, like what I think is that when you're starting off or if you're below a certain revenue threshold, you, you know, you, you got to think about what, where to put your attention. 
And usually you got to focus on what's going to pay the bills. Like when I came into Ratmate, um, I got brought in to, to discuss more along the lines. Um, I'm starting to discuss to, to, to fix the top of funnel piece and then other stuff like KPIs and whatnot. And these KPIs, like I had to like figure out which ones we were going to start tracking. And as I started digging deeper into KPIs, I started realizing that our $2 leads were not very good because they were the wrong demographic. So even though our, our um, agency was bragging that, hey, we're giving you $2 leads, as I dug deeper, I'm like, we don't give a shit about the $2 leads. We're okay spending five, 10, 15, $20 per lead if it's the right lead because we can make money off of these guys. So then as we started shifting uh, the strategy and I started kind of pushing, putting pressure on them, they started kind of like seeing like, oh, this Javier guy knows what he's talking about. He's showing us data that's actually like, that's like says like, hey, we've closed this many accounts. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to say is that when you're below a threshold, it's, it's not that brand is not important. It's just that it doesn't pay the bills right now. Now, I can tell you right now that if you're in the, I don't know, if you're in the three to five, the $7 million mark and you've been there for a few years and just can't really get over the edge, figure out that top of funnel piece to where you can do that. And if you're like, okay, we've got that piece, but we're just having a hard time closing, then figure out the closing piece. Either you need to have a better sales process, you need to like, you get to improve something. And then you could also start seeing like, okay, how can marketing contribute to help kind of close that gap to where these more of these people are, are raising their hands? That's what you're trying to do, okay? So I hope this makes sense. Um, and it's just something that I, you know, it wasn't like, here's seven tips on how to do this. Like, this is more of like real stuff. And so I hope this makes sense and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Three things at the end of my podcast. Please give us a five-star review on Spotify or, po or Apple Podcasts. Please share this podcast with somebody else because we're growing this podcast on a daily basis and connect with me on LinkedIn. Thanks a lot. Have a great one. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers i'm sorry facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one